everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome again to another fantastic episode of the GYST podcast, your favorite podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. That is just us being sophisticated and mature. Now, let's get to your real hosts. Um, with you, uh, I am Rohit Rohila. Glenn Rocks here. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to... I'm gonna, the mature one. <laughs> I'm actually going to hand the microphone off to my buddy Glenn because he wanted to uh, talk about this topic. And I'm just going to hand the reins over to you, Glenn. Mm, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever had so much hate and anger in you towards someone that it hurts your life? Do you hold grudges? I think we all do. It's time to realize the power that we have and the freedom that we get in forgiveness. Everyone seems to be holding grudges against everyone else nowadays. And I think that's just preventing us from reaching our potential. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, because I've had to deal with that recently. Very recently, and Rohit knows this, I, I called him up one day when I was, I was pissed. I was to the point of, I'm going to hurt someone physically. Paraphrasing, I believe you said, please prevent me from... Committing murder. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can actually read you the text, and I'm going to do it because you know what? It, I think it's that important of a of, of a topic here. Um, forgiveness is really important. I said, you know, Rohit, when you have a moment, going through a little momentary lapse in anger control, and I need to voice some things to vent before I make rash decisions. Because when I get angry, I start using clear and concise words. (laughs) And then, you know, I I took a moment out of my day and I I just started relaxing. I got to speak with my father for a little bit. Um, And Your father is in your dad? Yeah. Or your... My dad. Okay. Yeah. Not the Heavenly Father. My father. my, My physical blood relative. Someone that I've held grudges against in the past, too. <laughs> Which I believe you've also talked about. I've talked about yeah. that, yes, yeah. Um, forgiveness is one of the hardest things that we'll ever have to do. It's just the hardest act we'll ever take. And it's because we have a hard time letting go of our anger, our sadness, our disappointment... It's a hard time for you know just forgetting what that person, the other party that we're angry at, or the other thing that we're angry at. We're angry at that thing, but we're really not. I think we're more disappointed in how we let it happen to ourselves. Mm-hmm. But when we're holding on to these grudges, it's not affecting that person. It's not affecting that thing. It's really only affecting ourselves. 
You know, we got that whole schoolgirl thing where you give someone the cold shoulder, right? Well, that that may bother them, but they can go on with their lives. What are you robbing yourself from? Yeah. In that <clears throat> moment when you're giving someone a cold shoulder or treating them poorly because they did something wrong to you, all you're really doing is keeping that hatred, that anger, that disappointment alive in yourself. You're holding yourself in that moment of negativity. You're holding on to it. You're letting it fester. It's like a cancer that grows and grows. And unless you cut it out, and there's a reason I say cut it out, because it's a painful process. If you don't cut out that cancer that uh, hate and anger is, and let go of what someone else has done to you, it's going to spread and affect your entire life. So when you let it go, I mean really, truly forgive someone, mm -hmm. you're cutting out that cancer. And yes, it hurts, but afterwards you have a relief that's just... It's hard to put into words. It's profound. It's a freedom. Because you cut a weight. And you know it's a weight. You know it's a cancerous, just viciously aggressive, disgusting tumor in your body. So how do you really feel, Glenn? <laughs> uh, I could go on. <laughs> Putrid. Rubbish. Filth. Boo! Boo! Oh, that's, that's Princess Bride. Um, no, but it really is. When, when you hold on to something and you do not let it go, you refuse to forgive someone else who's done you wrong. You're not hurting them, you're hurting yourself. You know, it's, it's interesting. We, we did an episode, 44, um, called Letting Go. And in it, we, we kind of discussed something similar to today's topic and the freedom that you have when it comes to forgiveness. The reason why we hold on to grudges is we feel it hurts the other person. We, it starts off something simple, you know, we, we gain a little bit of resentment towards them and, and some resistance. And then before we know it, we're, we're taking revenge. And we think that by ignoring the other person or, or holding on to this grudge, it's somehow taking revenge. It's, it's hurting them like they hurt us. And the truth is, like you said, they don't even know that, that you're having these hostile these hostile feelings towards them, and when that's the case, is who are you really hurting? You're only hurting yourself, and it's it's painful, and it's so difficult, especially when you see a glimpse of hope. One one of the things I I spoke to. One of, one of the things I, that I spoke about on episode 44, Letting Go, was money. I am, not am, was owed over $20,000 from different friends who, who needed money. They didn't have anyone else to go to. And when I gave it to them, they, I mean, just tears, like no one has believed in me as much as you have. And I believe that sincerely to this day. And what happened was, 
they couldn't pay me back on time. And because of that, they started gaining a little bit of resistance towards me. Oh, there's Rohit. I owe him money. I feel bad. I never said anything. I never brought it up. I never said, hey, Glenn, like, you know, when are you going to pay me that, that money you owe me? It wasn't anything which, like that. Which, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't me. <laughs> um, it was another Glenn. But, but you know, I mean, there were four people <clears throat> that, that owed me this. Um, sorry, five people. That they owed me this cumulative twenty k, and what would happen is they they would feel guilty inside. You know, here's Roy. I owe him all this money, and he's still treating me like I'm one of his closest friends. You know. <clears throat> yep. Because I did consider them one of my closest friends. The money wasn't an issue for me. It, it never has, even to this day. No. I just want honesty, and and that was the biggest thing is. I, right when I would get to the point of, you know what, and I even told one of them who owed me seven k, I was like, look, can you come over? We need to we need to have a talk. Let's go for a walk and talk. And we went for a walk, and and I was like, look, here's what's going on. You owe me X amount of money. I want you to know, I want to gift it to you. And that is me sincerely from the heart saying, I want to gift you this money. I don't want you to think about having to pay me back or return it. That's not what this is about. I know that this is causing a, a, a rift in our friendship. And to me, the friendship is more valuable than this. Please, from the bottom of my heart, with no guilt, with nothing, I would like to gift this to you. And in doing so, I would like you back in my life. And... That was tough for me to say because here I am letting go of $7,000. And the person came back with, no, 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 I, you know, this isn't going to work. Like, I've got a good plan to pay you back and all this kind of stuff. And I knew he didn't. And that's not what it was about. I didn't, to this day, I'm more upset about losing that friendship than I am about the money. And finally, I came to the term with, with all these five people. Because every now and then when, when we would reconnect, they would bring it up. They would be like, oh, I just want to let you know I am working on getting you that money. I didn't bring it up. I, it's not valuable to me anymore. The friendship is. But then they would disappear again. And soon I realized, even though for me it wasn't about the money, for them it was. And our friendship would never be the same. And... I had to let them go for myself as well as for them. And I still remember, I, I shot them all a, a Facebook message. <clears throat> I was like, look, from day one, I told you guys it wasn't about the money. And to this day, it isn't. But I know for you, it is. And I just want to let you know, if I, you, I'll have my phone number. I'm not going to change it. But I am going to move on. And with that, I want you guys to know, I forgive you. There's zero ill will in my heart. And unfriended them all. It was something that I needed to do to, to move on because it had been five years later and I'm still holding on to this glimmer of, wow, I wonder if I can get this 20,000. What would it mean to me? And I realized at the end, if I continued to hold on to it, it was destroying me. 
It was negatively impacting my future relationships. If if you, Glenn, came up to me during that time and said, bro, I'm in some trouble. I need some money. I would have thought twice. I'm like, wow, like, I don't want this getting in the way of our friendship or, or am I going to lose this money or whatever. And I hated that. I hated that I was thinking those things. I didn't like who I had become because mm-hmm. of it. And I knew... I needed to let go and put those people in my past and understand that that decision was not mine. It was theirs. Hmm. It's a tough feeling too. Yeah. It hurts so much when you put all the effort in and you honestly don't want things to go bad. But they still do. When you believe in someone <sighs> greater than they believe in themselves, I think we also have to take look. Looking back now, we also have to take a look at where where they're coming from. Because yeah, there's that resistance. Here's here's Glenn. He's giving me this money. He's believing in me. I don't want to let him down. Every time I see him, I'm going to feel guilty. Therefore, I'm going to avoid situations where I see him. And before you know it, is there even a friendship anymore? Which I think... And you, you know, know that fits my situation perfectly. <laughs> it really does. And and how has that played out for you? Like, are oh, you at that point of forgiveness or are you working towards it? Are you not me there yet? Me personally, I've already forgiven. I... I've already written it off too. I I know this person's never going to change, and I don't want it to affect my life. Yeah, I I just don't want it to affect my life. So I've I've let it go. It hurts, especially since I've known this person longer than well longer than anyone else. Going back years here, man. But I can't let that kind of toxic sludge just sit in my life. I'm not calling him toxic sludge. But the negative feelings that I was holding on to, that's the toxic sludge. Um... I've I've spent so many time you know so many hours so many days so many weeks so many years trying to help this person out and keep slapping my hand away. And there's a point when, like we've discussed in a previous episode, it's time to walk away. I've walked away, and now it's strictly one of those things where, you know what, I care for you, but you're making your own decisions. I'm not going to expect anything from you at this point. It's going to be treated strictly as a business here at this point. I still care about you, and if you ever want to actually get yourself out of the trouble you, you put yourself in, I'll be there to help you out. Because I still don't want the friendship to end, but if that's what it takes, it's time. Mm-hmm. 
And I had a nice long heart-to-heart with this person. I said exactly that. I think he's still processing it. Is this the first type of conversation that he's ever experienced that's like this? No. This is probably my third. I don't. I don't mean like from this. you, but I from, mean oh, just from, just in general. In because, in his life, I would think so. Yes. Talk about processing it, you know. Because um, um, in, in the situation, you know, your situation, my situation, there's a lot of similarities. I can see where it would be hard to go to someone that you owe money to. And in both your yours and my case, we both told this person it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. It's about the honesty. It's about the communication. The communication. Communication is key in any relationship, friendship or not. Business, friendship, marital, it's got to be one based on communication and trust. If you can't trust someone, that's not a relationship you should have. If they don't communicate with you, and if you don't communicate with them, it's not a relationship you should be in. Friendship or not, it doesn't matter how long you've been with someone. If the communication dies, it's time to start to reassess. It's getting to that point where you may need to walk away. And and speaking of reassess, there's an exercise that, that we've talked about several times, um, one that we have done both in seminar as well as, and we even have a, an episode dedicated to it, Circle of Influence. Mm-hmm. How has this situation impacted you? Well, this person... With your Circle of Influence. This person wasn't ever in my Circle of Influence. <laughs> I always considered him a friend and one of my best friends. But I guess I've kind of always known the toxic... Um, cycle he's put himself in and um, I did my best not to have him influence my life in that way instead I tried to be a positive influence where he had none still hasn't worked (laughs) because sometimes it's hard to realize you can help someone all you want but they've got to want to change And by want, I don't mean, oh, you know what, I could do better. No, someone wanting to change will change. They'll make the right steps. Even if they fail, even if they fall face first, you can see the effort. And I think a lot of times it's it's misinterpretations as well. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, where... I was coming from a place of sincerity of I would like to gift this money to you. It can come across if if that's your mindset of, oh, he's laying on a guilt trip so that I'll pay him. It doesn't matter how sincere I am. Mm -hmm. But if that message is misinterpreted, because what happens is, is we see things through our viewpoint. Right. And there's even been instances where somebody is upset with me because of a misinterpretation. And I'll reach out to them afterwards. And I'm like, look, 
there was a misinterpretation of the message. Hold me accountable to my intention behind the message and not the interpretation of the message. The intention, not the interpretation. I meant it one way. And through your past programs, you're seeing it as this way. That's That wasn't how I intended it. Mm-hmm. And so many times that's happened with, with friendships that they go awry. You know, oh, I can't believe you said this. And a grudge happens. And before you know it, it's, it ruins friendships. It ruins relationships. Families will hold on to grudges for years and years and not even remember why they didn't get along in the first place. And a lot of times it was just misinterpretations. Oh, well, you said this. What? Well, yeah, but that's not how I meant it. I, I meant this. What? If, if this is really how you felt, why didn't you just ask me about it? And lo and behold, that's, that's what causes so many relationships to end. And when it does, trust is, is continuously broken. It makes you feel depressed, frustrated. Um, and when you, when you have a grudge, you continuously justify why it's worth holding on to. Mm-hmm. So how do, you, how do you forgive? And why should you forgive? Well, you need to forgive just so you have the freedom. It's not preventing you from moving forward in life. Clinging on to the past is not a way to move forward. You can sit there and and shake your fist at the sky because you were born into a situation. That's not going to help you get out of your situation. (laughs) It's really not. So how do you get out of it? That's the real question you ask. Mm-hmm. Not, damn you, God, for putting me in this situation. No, no. Don't blame others. At this point, holding on to that blame, that, that negativity is what's keeping you in that moment. And all you're doing is dwelling on the negativity. It builds and it builds and it builds. People have heart attacks over that stuff. I don't want to have a heart attack. I don't want you to have our attack either. Thank you. Then I'd have to manage our Instagram account. Damn straight. <laughs> but you, you talk about forgiveness is freedom. Why shouldn't I hold on to something? I was wronged. Yes. You're telling me I need what to forgive? I, Why would I forgive that person? They did me wrong. I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to see them get destroyed the way i look at it um when you go out for revenge and this is an old adage when you go for revenge dig two graves because you're killing yourself the goodness in yourself along with the badness that you think is your target (laughs) you're killing your good self to make yourself feel better but it doesn't make you feel better it doesn't change what already happened And it never will. Someone smacks you. You smack them back. Does it take that slap they gave you back? No. You you were still slapped. Your face still stings. You still got a handprint on your hand if it was for me. Or a handprint on your face. I powdered up my hand. You know, gave you a pimp slap. It's still there. 
doesn't change the fact that you were slapped if you slapped me back. I still have your handprint on my rear end from that time we played baseball. <laughs> well, you know, it did throw you three feet in the air. <laughs> like, good game. Whoa! But what's what's interesting is we can say this. You need it's to. It's not easy. <laughs> why do you think most people don't? Because they don't. This <clears throat> is this is some pretty advanced stuff we're talking about. It's because people want to feel like they're the the uh, the victim. They're the ones that were wronged, and they're the ones that have moral high ground. Um, because it's something they can lord over other people. You can't talk to me because you did this to me in third grade. Dude, we're like 50. So? You still said I, 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 I look like Dennis the Menace. I hate that character. <laughs> can't stand him. You said I look like him. That hurt my feelings back then. I'm, Okay, and you're holding on to a grudge that long over something, something like that? I mean, come on. It doesn't take away the pain of what happened and holding in the grudge. It just increases it. So, Glenn, walk me through when when you have someone in your circle of influence mm-hmm. that you need to move out. Why, why do we do that? Why do we move them out? could be several things. I mean, maybe they're just not the positive influence you thought they were. Maybe they're not the right influence in your life. Um, maybe you need to make room for others that are more influential. But then there are some that are so toxic that it pulls you away from your goals. It prevents you from moving forward in your life. So it's it's, it's hurting you. At, at Literally. Literally literally hurting you yeah it, it could be something as simple as financial burdens adding extra financial burdens onto your your life that you can't actually afford okay well if you're putting yourself in debt to a point where it's going to bury you what are you going to do do you keep doing that with the same situation over and over or do you step out of that I don't know what I'd do if I kept spending money like I used to on Xbox. That was a toxic influence. I stopped spending money on Xbox in that way. I'm very careful with what I spend my money on Xbox now. With friendships, I I look at it, you know what, I, I know a person's trustworthiness. It takes a long time, and I think you know this, it takes a long time for me to actually get to that point in a friendship where I trust someone. Why is that? Based off past hurts? No, it's not necessarily based on past hurts, but also the way I was raised. Because we moved around a lot in in my childhood. Literally, I had zero time to build friends, so I never had that time to build up the friendships and learn how to trust people. So I just did what I could to make people like me in a funny way, right? I stood out in the crowd to be funny, to be liked, or I hid in the background so that no one would bother me, depending on the situation. I became a chameleon. Blend in with the surroundings. What do people want? 
or do I need to hide? Cool. How do you realize it's time to let go of a toxic relationship? That's the hard thing. Because that's tough because you're essentially... You're essentially saying, you know, in a, in a roundabout way that, that you are almost better than them. Like, like you don't need them anymore. With me, it's not that. I look at it this way. Is my health in danger if I continue to let this situation fester? You've got to take care of your health. And that could be physical health, that could be emotional health, that could be your spiritual health. You you take those things and you go, okay, is my physical health in danger? Not necessarily. My finances, they're trash right now. Okay, so how do you fix that? Well, I've got this lead weight around my neck over here. Why are you carrying around that lead weight then? It's time to cut it loose. If it's going to bury you, Get rid of it. You don't need it in your life. Because that's going to kill you ultimately. It's going to it's going to strangle you. It's going to pull you into deep waters and it's going to drown you. Same thing with relationships. If you've got a relationship that's so negative that all you do is think of the negative things when you first see this person. It's time to cut it. Time to let it go. And then you have to find a way to forgive. Because that weight will sit there. Even after that person's out of your life. It's hard to trust someone. It's hard to move forward if you can't forgive that person. And just truly let it go. And how do you forgive them? First you have to realize that no amount of no amount of hatred, anger or grudges that you hold against someone will ever change what's happened. Come to terms with it. It's happened. Whether they apologize for it or not, that's on them. They're going to have to live with that negativity in their lives. Many religions have that belief where it always comes around to you. They're going to have to face their own demons. But to truly forgive, you have to release your own. And mine is in my hatred and anger. (laughs) It's the one thing that I always deal with, is my anger. So I choose not to be angry. Mm. And I think at, at at the heart, that's where the freedom comes in. Is because you are choosing. Mm-hmm. It's, the freedom is always in choice and that's the freedom that we all share we make a choice to hold on to hatred and anger and toxicity or to let it go and be healthy in mind, body, and spirit and it's painful <laughs> oh boy is it but done effectively it's a short-term pain. Because long-term, it's, it's like you said, it's in your best interest. You didn't make the choice. No. It wasn't like you said, you know what, I don't want this, this person in my life anymore. It was a decision they made by their action or inaction. 
by their decisions, by their choices. Very much so. I set very clear ground rules with with this particular relationship. Because I know it's it's hard, especially when it's the kind of situation I'm in where it's someone is dependent on me to move forward. Because I mean, for all intents and purposes, I mean, thus far in your life, he's been the greatest heterosexual life partner you've had. <laughs> Completely. He's been around since... Oh, God. Mid-90s? For you younger people, that's before the internet was a big thing. The dot-com boom hadn't happened. People were still using dial phones. Some of them even rotary phones. So with that, Glenn, I mean, this was a, this was such a great topic because it's it's painful. It is. Know, knowing that you've been wronged, it's hard to let go of it. It really is, but it's necessary. And once you once you center yourself, you see the decision's not that tough. But it's being mindful enough to center yourself in the first place. So this was a good episode. Would you mind uh, doing the car read two minute takeaway? I think we kind of just did. Yeah, we kind of just, yeah. (laughs) Well, with that. (laughs) With that, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? Go check out our Instagram. Go to our website. Listen to some more podcasts. You guys already know where we're at. Especially that IG. You've been, so Glenn owns our Instagram account. I I do. Instagram.com slash G-Y-S-T podcast. Glenn, what's some of the types of stuff that you're putting out there? What's the frequency? Like, what what can people expect? Well, people can expect at least four to five times a week they'll see a new post from the GYST crew. Um, could be daily motivations. Could be a quick update that, hey, we've released this new podcast episode. Here's what the topic's going to be. Just something to build up your day. Hopefully never drag you down, but also something that might help you think about that episode as well. Maybe apply it to your life real quick. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, the GYST Podcast, we are here to make you think and reflect on your life. We share a lot of our personal experiences, and we don't hold anything back. In the studio, right next to the microphone, is a box of Kleenex. And to say that it goes unused is a great understatement. It's like the fourth box I've seen this year. We are raw. We don't hold anything back. We we get emotional because we are completely open about what's going on in our lives. And Glenn, I want to thank you for your openness and, and honesty in some of the difficult difficulties that, that you've been expressing lately. So I'm experiencing lately. So thank you for that. Hey, you know, sometimes just talking about it, communication yeah. is a way to let go. It's a vent. Got to vent those toxic fumes. With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the GYST podcast, where we hope we help you get your shit together. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. 
We hope you learned how to get your together.